0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah podcast with Benedict. Yesterday, we learnt the third of three principles, and this is the one related to carrying on Shabbat, which is the theme of these the first few chapters of the tractate of Shabbat. We learnt the principle that whatever we care enough about to store. Is a sufficient quantity to be carried out on Shabbat and if it's not a sufficient quantity that we might want to store it it's not it's not relevant to be carried out on Shabbat. But the next few Mishnayot then go into different types of things and it seems to contradict the general principle in the sense that these Mishnayot give specific quantities for for specific objects and this is not unusual, by the way. It's incredibly common in the Mishnah to hear the Mishnah say, oh yeah, here's a general principle. And then when you learn the individual halachot, you suddenly realize that these halachot do not fit the general principle. So just because the Mishnah articulates a principle doesn't mean it's bound by its own principle. Sometimes the Mishnah articulates these things just, if you like, um, as a way of keeping a mental track of what is going on. Remember that the Mishnah is originally taught um, off by heart. It's not written down until a long way after it's redacted. So in the beginning, it was taught off by heart, a bit like a human tape recorder. So someone in the Beit Midrash would be responsible for for memorizing the Mishnah. And then he, if you wanted, I don't know, the tract of Shabbat, you'd say, start on chapter seven, go. And he'd reel it off. So the principle is, as much as you care about. But the Mishnah is now going to say something different. Amotsi teven kimlo pri para. Pri fi para. Someone who carries out straw. A cow's mouthful. Atza fi gamal. Pea stalks. A camel's mouthful. Amir, Amir. Amir is a sheaf. But here it means really ears of wheat. Kimlofi fi tale. A lamb's mouthful. Herbs, a goat's mouthful. Grasses, moist leaves of garlic or moist leaves of onion, the size of a dried fig. Dry leaves, a goat's mouthful. All these are the minimal, minimal quantities to be obligated to bring a sin offering if we carry them out on Shabbat. And the Mishnah continues. And you don't combine one with the other because all of the different measures are different. You can't combine a, um, I don't know, half a goat's mouthful of herbs with, uh, sorry, half a lamb's mouthful. Yeah, half a goat's mouthful of herbs and half a lamb's mouthful of ears It doesn't work like that. But the second part of the mission, having dealt with animal food, is now going to go deal with human food, and human food we are going to find it does combine. Hamotzi ochalim. Someone who takes out foodstuffs. So these are now f- human foods, not animal foods. Hamotzi ochalim ki grogeret like a dried fig. This is a classic Mishinaic measure. It's the size of a, well, okay, it's the size of a fig that's dried up. And um, zayim 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 zayim. Hamotzi uchalim kik p'chik. They are obli- obligated to bring us in offering. And they they combine with one another because they're equal in their standards. And the Mishnah is going to make the qualification. These are all um, pieces, uh, sort of categories of food that we've learned about. In the Mishnah of Marser and of Trummer, of, uh, this is inedible food. We learned about inedible food. You can't bring it as um, as Maser. and it doesn't count towards carrying on Shabbat either. These are shells, kernels, stalks, husks, and coarse brown suban and, and and mursanan. Are, are uh, suban mursan are different kinds of brown you get when you grind wheat, and they don't really form part of the flour so we are going back in this sense we are going back to the principle because it does have to be useful in order to count on for carrying on shabbat and if it's not useful we don't count as part of the measure and um, rabbi huda says oh yeah by the way the shells of lentils are actually food because we cook with them so we do include the shells of lentils and then the mishnah continues i mean uh, the boundary between chapter 7 and chapter 8 is not very clear because we are continuing with this list of foods. Someone who carries out wine, enough for mixing a cup. In those days, you wouldn't drink your wine neat, you'd mix it with water. And the classic mixture was basically three to one. So to get a cupful of wine, you need to. To get a cupful of wine to drink, you would need to carry out a quarter of a, a quarter of a of a, a quarter of a cupful, and then you mix it three to one. Again, the principle that it has to be useful for someone to be liable to a sin offering when carrying it. Begin. You can see the supplies now, right? It's a useful quantity of wine. You can make. You can bench over it, right? That's the classic mishnah definition of a useful amount of wine. You can. You can make. You can bench over it. Milk. Um, Kadeg milk, uh, that's how much you, Kadeg gmiah, that's just a swallow of milk. Dvash, kade litena a Honey, as much as you place on a, on, a, on a scab. It seems like they used honey as a sort of healing stuff in those days. And I guess it is sterile, so maybe that makes sense. Oil, as much as you'd require to rub on a small limb. Water, enough to make an eye wash. Again, we're talking about minimal quantities here. We're talking about the minimal useful quantity. Obviously, the minimal quantity of water to drink is a lot more than the minimal quantity of water to make an eyewash. We're using the, the measure of the eyewash because it's the smallest possible measure that can be useful. And then we go back to a general principle. all the other liquids, it's a eat. It's a eat, which is about... 86 to 90 mil, it's about three fluid ounces, really. Um, and all waste, all other kinds of water are river eat. And Rabbi Shimon actually says, by the way, all of these liquids in this Mishnah, they're all a river eat. And all these measures, by the way, are only mentioned to take care of the people um mentioned in the general principle. That we learned last, that we learnt in the previous weeks, that we learned yesterday, that if it's important enough to stir away, then it's important enough to bring a sin offering on Shabbat. So Rabbi Shimon would say, "Look, um, for normal people, a eat is the quantity, but for people who keep special stores, the quantities above in this Mishnah apply." And then we're going to look at different kinds of things. Now we're going to break out of foods into other things. Hamotzi Havel. So what about, what if you carried out rope? Well, again, the minimal quantity useful is what we're focused on. Kedé la ozen, la As much as you need to make a handle for a basket, the word used for handle is ozen, like ear, because it sticks up a bit like an ear on the side of a basket. Um, a reed cord, gemi, a cord out of reed. Uh, to make a, ha- a hanger for a sifter or a sieve. So this is a tiny, tiny quantity of, of reed cord. Um, Rabbi Yudah says, As much as you need for taking the measure of uh, to measure a child's shoe. And again, you can see how small this is. The principle of minimal quantity still applies paper what's the smallest thing you do with a piece of paper in order to write a tax collector's receipt on it and someone who carries a tax collector's receipt is liable to bring a sin offering if he carries it on shabbat what if it was just paper that had been rubbed out so paper that's been written on but it's but someone has rubbed it out, so this is basically secondhand paper. Kedeli shell 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 palyaton. Enough that you might require, if you wanted to wrap it round, a small vial of perfume. So those are our three Mishnayot for today. To, uh, next week we'll carry on with another list of different kinds of things which in fact will occupy the whole of the eighth chapter and quite a quantity of the ninth chapter as well in the ninth chapter we do a little bit of discursus but most of the eighth chapter is composed of these quantities and we'll carry on with those tomorrow thank you for listening to this edition of the daily mishnah podcast with benedict